Welcome to another inspirational podcast at Real Life Church. For more great content and updates, visit reallifechurchkc.com. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Reindeer. Had a very shiny nose. Like the light bulb. God. And I have some exciting news for you. If nobody has told you yet, we want to be the first ones to wish you a very Merry Christmas. Sure. 
see you guys. What an awesome room this is. And you know, it is so cool to worship with everyone here at KT, but I would be remiss if we didn't welcome an amazing group of people called Real Life Church Online. So can they hear you big here, everyone here in the room? Yes. Merry Christmas, Real Life Church. We are honored to worship with you this evening. Hey, everyone here at KT, go ahead and have a seat. Go ahead and have a seat. Buckle in. Get comfy. It's going to be such a fun, wonderful Christmas evening together with you tonight. Good to see you. If you're brand new with us at Real Life Church, can I just say welcome. You are our honored and special guest. We are just so excited that you chose to spend any part of your Christmas season with us here tonight. Can we give it up big for anyone who's new here at Real Life Church this evening? Yes, we are just honored to have you. And I just want to personally invite you. If you've never done this before, I want to invite you to fill out our digital connection card by texting RLNEW to 97000. And when you do that, a member of our connection team will reach out to you completely digitally just to check in on you, answer any questions that you might have about Real Life Church, just to help you get started on your journey. I also want to invite you, if you're brand new, to not leave here without stopping by our New Here booth. It's right out there in the hub, smack dab in the middle. You can't miss it. It has two big words. It says New Here. And we would just love to give you just a small gift is our way of saying thanks for joining us tonight here at Real Life Church. 
Final thing to all my new friends this evening, I also want to just encourage you to be praying about and thinking about what would happen if you gave God the next three Sundays to just come back and worship with us. What would happen if you did that? See, we believe that God has a plan and a purpose for your life, and we would just love to just help you in any way we can on that journey. You are welcome here at Real Life Church. Well, guys, I want you to buckle in a little bit because we're going to continue this gathering. Here's a few things that you can expect. We're going to just calm down a little bit, going to worship Jesus together. we got some fun things coming your way. We've got a heartfelt message straight from the Bible. That's God's Word. That's coming right at you. This whole thing... Everything included uh, lasts just over an hour, so we're not going to keep you here all night. You don't have to worry about that because we got some really fun things in the, after our gathering right out there in the hub for you and your family. You see, maybe you've already maybe you already kind of noticed what we got out there. We got a photo booth. Get some beautiful uh, family photos taken this evening, and maybe even more fun than that, we got a milk and cookie bar. Who says Santa should have all the fun this year? I want some milk and cookies too. Can I get an amen? I know, and you deserve it too. So go get you some milk and cookies. Have fun tonight. You know what? Can I just say this? Church can be fun. Amen? Amen. And that's what we intend to do this evening. But right now, you are about to be incredibly blessed by a very adorable part of Real Life Church called Real Life Kids. You see, they've got an amazing video that they've made that's really going to help us teach uh, the true meaning of Christmas, and then you're going to get to see them and hear them sing just the most adorable song. So without any further ado, check this out. There's a joy in giving. So we wanted to see if this is true for a group of people who usually look forward to Christmas for one particular reason. Good morning. How are you? Good. You want to sit down? Sure. Do you like surprises? What holiday's coming up? Christmas. Christmas? Christmas? Christmas. What do you want for Christmas? Money. The big castle with all the Barbies in the big bathtub. Frozen castle. We set up an experiment to see just how generous kids could be if given the chance. Slime. Slime? That'd be a good gift. So I don't know if you knew this, but I have magic powers. No, you don't. You do and this box is one of my magical things. Are you ready? Okay. There you go. Are you ready? We're going to snap together on the count of three and see what's in this box. One, two, three. How did you do that? I told you I'm magical. You have to say, Merry Christmas. Ready? Yeah, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Jurassic World slime. I've watched Jurassic World. You have? Uh, ooh, turn that to Monday. Thank you. Yeah. What is that? Oh, do you love Barbies? A puppy. It is a puppy. Now that we've shown the kids the power of this box. It's time to show them that the gift that they keep doesn't necessarily have to be for them. Who else do you love? Mommy. Mommy. What do you think Mommy would want for Christmas? Dress. A new dress? And it's beautiful too. Let's give it a tap. Okay, let's see. Are you this 
So do you think we could use our magic powers to get mommy a gift? Yeah, chocolate. You think so? Yeah, chocolate. Okay, okay. ready? One, two, three. What? What? Please. What is it? Chocolate. Whoa. Are those the kind of earrings that your mom likes? Oh, she likes the circle one. Oh, she loves those, doesn't she? Okay. Oh my goodness. And now to see if there truly is a giving spirit in these kids. Oh, I forgot to tell you something. Okay, there's this little thing with my magic box. I have to put something back in it for the magic to work. So you're gonna have to pick. Would you like to keep the money for yourself? Or would you like to give a Christmas gift to your mom? I can take the money and buy something for her. You could, you could. Do you think you'd do that? Which one are you gonna choose? The earrings. The earrings? Okay. All right, I'll put the money back in my magic box. I think you chose well, bud. Keep this for you. I'll give this stuff to your mom. You're gonna give those to your mom? Yeah? I need you to put the slime back in here. What these generous kids didn't know is that their moms were watching from another room. <laughs> we believe that it's better to give than to receive. If these kids are able to learn that at this age, just imagine how bright our future could be. Mom. Do you want to keep it for yourself or trade it and give mommy a gift? I'm gonna keep this for myself. You're gonna keep the Barbie for yourself? Okay. My magic only works if one thing goes back in the box. I think I want my puppy for myself. Well, I mean, Mommy wasn't even here, so she didn't even know about the dress. <laughs> no stinker. You can keep the slime for yourself, or you can give Mommy the box of chocolates, but one is going to have to go back in. Um, well, how about next Christmas I can get the other one? That's a great idea. Okay, so I want this one first. Do you think this chocolate will still be good next Christmas? Yeah. Well, this experiment just went sideways. Maybe these kids just haven't grown into their true generous potential yet. Or maybe we could have done this experiment differently. Either way, we wish you all a Merry Christmas and hope that this example of having a spirit of giving over receiving inspires you. If it does, then that turns this failed experiment into a successful one. <laughs> That's cool. I didn't know we could go through this. I thought we could never go over there. Chipmunks, ready to sing your song? I'll say we are. Yeah, let's sing it now. Okay, Simon? Okay. Okay, Theodore? Okay. Okay, Alvin? Alvin?
Very good, Simon. Naturally. Very good, Theodore. <laughs> uh, Alvin, you were a little flat. Watch it, uh, Alvin. Alvin. incredible job great job guys hey if your kid is in elementary or up they are gonna come find you to sit next to you if they are in pre-k and down they can go with our kids team back to their room wow that was very very cute I hope that you enjoyed it as well um, but I'd like to invite you we are gonna slow down and worship God in this next portion and we can't wait to do that with you because Christmas really is all about what Jesus came to do for us. So if you would stand, we would love to continue to worship with you tonight. Here it now, light in the darkness. Here it now, hope for the hopeless man you will. Your promise here and now. You proved you for us, Emmanuel. Emmanuel. A miracle of miracles. The King has come to dwell with us. The Son of God, the great I am.
Son of God, He is the great I Am. Oh, Jesus has come to dwell with us. The miracle, the miracles, the King has come to dwell with us. He is the Son of God, He is the great I Am. Oh, Jesus has come to dwell with us. Yes, the King has come. God sent his son to earth to save us over 2,000 years ago. We were meant to praise. We were meant to give him worship back to him, to sing in adoration to him. And we're going to continue to do that together tonight with this song.
Give God a shout of praise tonight. Our Emmanuel, come on. Man, this is Christmas. Emmanuel means God with us. I mean, that Jesus wrapped himself as a gift in humanity to come to our world and down across for our sins. Come on, let Jesus know you love him one more time. Lift it up. Come on. Well, I want to wish you guys a very merry and faith-filled Christmas from all our staff and my family. And uh, if you're new with us, you guys can be seated real quick. If you're new with us, I want to say thank you for being here. Thank you for showing up and uh, just giving a chance to God. And maybe I've been to church for a while, or maybe you grew up in church, and this is all kind of familiar. And I just want to say thank you for being here. And uh, we love you guys. You're an honored guest tonight. And uh, I see God moving. And if you uh, are looking for a church home, we'd love for you to get connected with us. But we're blessed you're here tonight. Come on, real life. Give up for everybody's new today. Let them know we love them. Come on. Somebody said hallelujah down the front row. I love that. Um, and my honor and my privilege to really share for me the word of God for my fifth consecutive year. I can't believe that I'm saying that. About the virgin birth. Come on, somebody. The virgin birth, the birth of Jesus, our Emmanuel. Are you guys ready to celebrate Jesus tonight? 
Kamal's birthday. I'm telling you, we're in the middle of this series, really finishing up this nostalgic Christmas series. And it's really been this perspective of going back to the original Christmas and seeing it through the eyes of those who really walked and saw Jesus. And so a few weeks ago, we started this series with the story of the wise men. And these, these men that saw a star that everybody could see that rose up on the birth of Jesus. And everybody saw this, but very few recognized the presence of God. And these wise men traveled about a thousand miles to get just into the presence of Jesus. And today, that's what we're looking for is the presence of Jesus. And a few weeks ago, I jumped in with this idea from Mary and Joseph that letting go of control, that this wasn't really Mary's plan. This wasn't what they had planned, but she surrendered to really what God had for her. And we know that she had no idea what God was going to do through her life. And for you, if you surrender control to Jesus and you surrender your life to him, you have no idea what God is going to do in your life. Just putting God in that perspective, in that place. And last week, we looked at all these kind of obscure perspectives that most of us uh, skim over in the Bible and maybe didn't recognize, like John the Baptist and Simeon and Anna and the shepherd's perspectives. Overwhelming joy. That there's joy overflowing in our lives. When you hear this good news, you have to share it. You have to run and tell somebody. And some of you guys are here tonight because somebody invited you. Some of you got this little card and said nostalgic Christmas and somebody drug you here. Somebody's been praying for you. Somebody may share the good news with you. Somebody's been just kind of harassing you to come to real life and check it out. And tonight, I believe God is going to hold of you and is going to speak a word of his presence into your life. Today, we're going to dive into the fourth and final perspective. And this perspective is really the greatest perspective. This is the perspective of Christmas from Jesus. This is the perspective it would look like from our Savior. And the reality is no matter how great or perfect your 2021 was, maybe how messy it was or maybe how broken it was, God has never left you. This is a story that God of being, God being with you. And uh, I'm going to like you guys participate. Uh, we're the kind of church that likes to have a little fun. And this is going to be a fun moment. So here's a question for you. How many of you love to be noticed by other people? Put your hand in right now. Love to be noticed. Come on. You can wave it around. Come on. Some of you guys are going to get up on a chair and start dancing. This is your moment. This is your chance. I see you. Who else? I see you back, Rob. I see you. Oh, right here. Love you. I see you too. Anybody over here? Somebody, I can't see you, but I see your hand. Come on. I see you guys. This is your moment, right? Like you just love the energy. Now, uh, you've been noticed long enough. Come on, somebody. If you're sitting next to somebody that's going like this, you're like, oh, I hate those people, right? In my family, it looks like this. It looks like this. Dad, 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 dad. Look at me. Look at me, dad, 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 check this, check it out. I'm gonna do a quadruple backflip off the bouncer and break my arm, come on, dad, check this out, right? Like this, how you all as parents, your kids just wanna look at me, look at me, look at me. Uh, we get older, we, we kinda do it a little differently. We like, we gotta be a little subtle about it, right? It's uh, like fishing for some recognition. So I like to do is I like to tell my babe, I say, hey, Diane, this is my wife, babe. I say, hey, um, dude, what'd you think of the message? Was that good? That's a good message, right? Like we're fishing for the response, right? We're like looking for somebody, oh, it was, it was the perfect message, come on, right? Uh, but that's how it works in our families. And, and for all of us, we won't be noticed, right? Like we'll get some recognition for the hard work. Now it may not be up on the stage or something crazy, but you're looking for somebody to notice you. And I got good news tonight. This perspective from Jesus himself on Christmas is that Jesus notices you. Jesus sees you. Jesus knows where you're at, and it's not an accident that you're here tonight. It's not an accident you're walking through the circumstances, the circumstances you're in. Jesus knows exactly what's going on in your life. He sees you. He knows you. And it says this in the Bible, Matthew 1. We're going to talk about this. That you're never alone with Jesus. Matthew chapter 1, verse 18. So this is how Jesus the Messiah was born. This is the story of how God pursued you. It says his mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph before the marriage took place while she was still a virgin. She became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. And Joseph, to whom she was engaged, see, Joseph had no idea what was going on, was a righteous man and didn't want to disgrace her publicly, so he decided to take a break and, or break the engagement quietly. 
And so Joseph, I know he understands what's going on. He's like, she's pregnant. Come on, somebody. And I didn't do it. Somebody else. He's looking around. Somebody. I knew there was something going with that mailman, right? Like he knew something was up, right? He figured it out. And Joseph, he had the ability to have her killed publicly, or he could walk away quietly and so decide to walk away. And I don't know about you, but I'm so glad that the New Testament doesn't end on Matthew chapter 1, verse 19, where he didn't know what to do. He had two options. He could have her killed or walk away, but God had a third option. Amen? God had a purpose and a plan that Joseph didn't know about. So it would be the worst Christmas ever, right? Actually, be hashtag Christmas never happened, right? Like he would have just walked away and said, no, 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 no. And so he's contemplating this story. Like, what am I supposed to do in this season? And for some of you, this is your story. Some of you are in a season like Joseph was in where maybe you feel alone. Maybe you're in a relationship that just fell apart. Like, maybe it was your best relationship of your life you just found out was not going to be there. Maybe you got some earth-shattering news in 2021. Maybe there's an empty plate at your table. Maybe something happened. Maybe there's a circumstance and you're wondering, why God? Maybe like Joseph and you're afraid. Maybe you're ready to quit, just like Joseph's ready to quit and hang up the cleats. And you're asking the question, why God? Why is this happening to me? And Joseph was wondering all these things. Matter of fact, it says in verse 20, it says, as he considered this, of all the circumstances, he said, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, take note, son of David. Said Joseph, son of David, the angel said, Do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she'll have a son, and you're name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And then the angel says this statement that's so powerful. He says, All of this has occurred. Look at your neighbor and say, 2021 has occurred. Look at your neighbor and say, 2021 has occurred. He said, All this occurred. You guys are so good. It's like music to my ears. So all this occurred, all the heartbreak, Joseph, all the pain, all the posts, all the rumors, all the texts, all the problems, all this around you occurred. All the mess you're in in this moment occurred to fulfill the Lord's message to the prophet. He says, look, verse 23, look, the virgin will conceive a child. She give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. See, the angel tells Joseph what so many of us need to hear tonight. So many of us need to hear this, that God has been working behind the scenes to get into your presence. That God is working every little thing together for this moment in your life. He notices you. He sees you. He has a plan for you. You're not forgotten. He loves you. And it's no accident that you're here. It's no accident that you're walking through the circumstances with your family and friends. Now, some of you guys are looking for a sign. Some of you are like, if God was real, why doesn't he just show up? Or if God cared, why was 2021 so difficult? Some of you guys used to go to church. Some of you guys used to be that person full of faith. You're the person in your family everybody looked to as that Jesus follower. You're the person full of prayer. You're that person that got caught reading the Bible. And then something happened. There's some kind of shift and like your belief maybe sank back. And you're wondering, is God real? Like why would this happen to me? And so today I'm going to say, here's your sign. Come on, somebody, here's your sign. I feel like Jeff's Foxworthy. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Get a flat tire? Nope. Other three just blew right up on me. Right, little Jeff Foxworthy? Here's your sign. Here's your sign. You're going to get a sign today from God. And that sign is Jesus. So we often ask the wrong question. We, we often ask the question, where is God? But I think a better question to ask is, is where am I? See, see, God didn't move. Matter of fact, God has moved. He's pursuing us. So where are we today? Because God has been planning to get into your presence for 6,000 years. 
There's a story behind this. God is working behind the scenes. You say, where is God? God is pursuing you. God's preparing to meet with you. Matter of fact, he left everything behind to come to this world and clothe himself in humanity to meet you. He is chasing you down. And what I want to do is spend a little time talking about how hard God has been trying to get your attention. How hard God is trying to get into your presence. There's a verse that's found in Galatians 4, verse 4. It says this, when the fullness of time had come. When the completion of time, when the perfect moment occurred, when all of this happened, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under law. That's us, to bring us back to him, that we might receive the adoption of sons. I love this, when the fullness of time had come. Think about this, Jesus and God, the Trinity, they created everything, the earth and the heavens and everything in it in just six days. But they spent 4,000 years planning for Christmas. 4,000 years to get into our presence. It's incredible thinking about how God wove the story to bring Jesus here to earth. Our Emmanuel, that God is with us, that Jesus became flesh and dwelt among us. We beheld the glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. That literally Jesus wrapped himself in humanity to come to our world to pursue us. So here's kind of our story and and really the story of us in the presence of God. See, we started out when Jesus instantly formed us of the dirt of the earth. It was, it was not an accident. It wasn't evolution, amen? It, it wasn't just, oh, just some premortal sludge and all came together. No, we were made in the image of God. And we walked with God. We held hands with God. We walked in the garden. We had fellowship with him. It was the perfect presence of Jesus. And then Genesis 3 happened, and we turned our back on God. We chose something else. We had pride. We, we made ourselves as God. Remember, we're in the image of God. There's a part of us that's just like God. There's a piece of us. And we walked away from God, and we broke fellowship with God, and we turned our back on God. And I love what happens in the Bible. Ever since that moment, Jesus has been dying to get into your presence. Literally. He's been pursuing us. Matter of fact, the very first conversation that happens when we run and hide in the garden, and Jesus shows up, and God shows up and says, where are you? And he searches for us and finds us. In this very first conversation with us, the seed of Christmas is planted. Matter of fact, it's the very first mention of the gospel in the Bible. It's found in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. It says this. It says, I will put intimacy, I'll put strife between you, he's talking to Satan, between Satan and the woman, between your offspring, Jesus, or, or Satan's offspring and hers, it's Jesus. And I'll crush your head and you will strike his heel. The seed of the woman, Jesus, is going to come and redeem us and crush the seed of the serpent, which is Satan. Now about you, this is pretty incredible. The very first conversation that happens with us is that God is pursuing us, amen? That God wants us to be in his presence. God didn't cast us out or, or tell us to measure up, but he pursued us and set a plan in place that one day, one of the offspring of Eve would set us free. Matter of fact, Galatians 4 is the fulfillment of that prophecy. Look what we just read. It says, but when the fullness of time had come, at the perfect moment, after this conversation in Genesis 3.15, I told you this is going to happen. From that moment forward, 4,000 years later, God sent forth his son, born of a woman. Come on, somebody. Born under the law, under the curse, under the Old Testament rules to redeem those who are under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons, that we might be forgiven. It's amazing to think that God has spent so much time preparing the way back to him. And so today, if you're looking for a sign, you look no further than Jesus himself. Amen? 
Look no further than what Jesus did for us. Matter of fact, when Jesus was born, he fulfilled over 570 prophecies just at his birth. That we're never alone. This is a story of Christmas that God is trying to get into our presence. And so I want to do today, I want to show you how hard God was working, okay? You guys ready to jump in some Old Testament prophecies and see what God had fulfilled for us? I'm telling you, this is a story that's been weaving for 4,000 years. Look at the plan that God had. This is back in 2090 B.C. This is Abraham. It says this in Genesis 12, 3. It says this, I'll bless those who bless you. Never curses you, I will curse. And all the people of the earth will be blessed through you, Abraham. Now check this out. This is the very first verse in the New Testament. If you want to know where to start, this is it right here. Check this out, Matthew 1.1. It says, this is the genealogy of Jesus, the Messiah, the son of who? Help me out, the son of the son of David. Remember we talked about that earlier? Joseph, son of David, King David, the other Davids. That this is part of the genealogy of Jesus. And it says, Jesus, Messiah, son of David, the son of who? Help me out, the son of Abraham. Like I've brought this full circle. Like it's all coming together. Because what he said in Genesis 12, 3 was an everlasting covenant. That was an everlasting promise of God. It was gonna come true, amen? His, his word was not gonna fail. He said, one day, all people of the earth will be blessed through you. There's this man coming called Jesus. And Jesus is through Abraham. He's gonna bless us. And he's still blessing us. Look at the plan he had in Moab. This is 14 BC. Numbers 27, or 24, 17. This is the false prophet Balaam. He speaks these words, and it's so true. He says, I see him, but not now. I behold him, but not near. He says, a star will come out of Jacob. A scepter will rise out of Israel. Remember that star we talked about, the wise men that rose up? These wise men were wise enough to recognize that star came out of this prophecy. And these wise men saw a star when Jesus was born. That star came up in the sky day and night, and they began to pursue it. And it's amazing to me how many people didn't recognize, though, Jesus a star. So what I love about the story is that everybody saw the star, amen? The star's for every single one of us. We all can see the presence of Jesus, but these wise men knew that was the star that was prophesied about. And they pursued it all the way to Jesus. And I love that because God is pursuing you. God wants a relationship with you. Matter of fact, it says this in uh, Jerusalem in 685, Isaiah made a prophecy and he said this, for to us a child is born, to us a son is given. The government will be on his shoulders and he'll be called Wonderful Counselor. Sounds familiar, huh? I love that song you guys just sang. Mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. On the greatness of his government will peace, there'll be no end. He will reign on David's throne over his kingdom, establishing, upholding it in justice, with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. But God has been trying to get in our presence for 4,000 years. God's been working behind the scenes for you. And today you can have his presence, just like Joseph needed to sign. Joseph was alone. Joseph had two options, he thought. But there's a third option to walk in the presence of Jesus. Joseph was taking control of his situation instead of surrendering what God had for him. And today you may look out at your life and the circumstances and where you're at, and you may be unfulfilled, unhappy. You may be trying to control what's around you and manipulating situations. And Joseph was in that same seat. He was afraid. He had earth-shattering news. He didn't understand why. He didn't understand where God was. And I love what happens. This is so amazing. Check this out, Matthew 1, He said, all this occurred. Look at your neighbors, say, all this occurred. Come on. All this occurred. All the pain, all the stress, all the heartbreak, all the fear, all the, say, all the social media posts, all the things that didn't work out, all the dreams you had that just been crushed, all of the life around you, all the things happening in your life are on purpose. And he says why? He says to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet. There's a reason for the season. There's something happening behind the scenes you don't know about Joseph. And I love this. The angel reminds him of a prophecy that happened in 690 B.C. 
The angel reminds him of some words of Isaiah found in Isaiah 7:14. And see, Joseph, he was a righteous man. We read that earlier. Joseph was devout. Joseph would have known the word of God. And as soon as the angel would have started talking about this verse, Joseph would have been like, oh, it all makes sense. Like I memorized that verse. That verse on top of my head, I know exactly what God is doing. And this is what the angel says to him, I love this. He says, therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. This is a quote from Isaiah 7, 14. Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign, Joseph. Hey, wake up, Joseph. The Lord is gonna give you a sign. I am the sign, come on somebody. The angel is quoting a verse about a sign to Joseph, and he is the sign. Come on, the sign gave a sign to Joseph, and Joseph woke up. He's literally dreaming right now, we read that. He's in a dream, but he's not dreaming. And he says this, he said that you will have a sign, and the virgin will conceive, that's your fiance, and she'll give birth to a son, and you will call him God with us. And all of a sudden, Joseph started seeing from a spiritual perspective. All of a sudden, everything made sense. Matter of fact, in Matthew 1, 24, it says this, when Joseph woke up, and I know this isn't the context of the verse, but maybe that's what God wants to do in your life today, just to wake up, to see with a spiritual eye, to see what God is doing in your life. See, Joseph was in a dream, but he wasn't dreaming. This was like a word from God, a vision from God. And he said this, he said, he did what the angel Lord had commanded him. See, Joseph realized there was a purpose to the pain. Like there was a reason for the season. There was something happening behind the scenes and for Joseph, it all started making sense. Like for the very first time, he realized where he was, and what he was doing and his purpose and God was put him in the exact moment in time. All the things he's going through, it made perfect sense to him. So my question for you is real simple tonight. And I'm just gonna leave you with this. Where are you with God tonight? Where are you in Jesus? How's your relationship with God? Like, what are you trying to control? Like, what plans are you making that are not of God? Like, what things in your life are you pursuing that's not from Jesus? Like, what anxiety do you have in your heart, in your life right now, that's stopping you being filled with the joy of God? Like, what circumstance are you holding on to instead of letting God take control of your life? Like, what's holding you back from surrendering from the presence of Jesus? Like, Jesus is doing everything he can to wake you up, amen? He's doing everything he can. Matter of fact, if you, if you don't know God, you're like, this doesn't make any sense. And then when you know God, you look back and his God's fingerprints are all over the story. Like God's been weaving and working in all these circumstances because he wants a relationship with you. Matter of fact, Jesus came to our world to wrap himself in humanity, to go to the cross for us, to reverse the curse. He set the plan in motion. As soon as we messed up and walked away from God, God made a plan to get us right with him. It's so humbling to know that our God loves us that much to pursue us all the way through the Bible. It's not a made up story. It's not some fake crutch. This is the word of God. And it's so incredible we have a God that loves us this much. So I guess gotta know tonight, the story of Christmas is for you. It's all about God's presence, God is with us. I just gotta know, how many of us would say, you know what, I'm done being consumed, being consumed by everything else in the world, but today I wanna be consumed by the presence of Jesus. How many of you guys are like that tonight? Just put your hand there, see, that's me right now. I wanna be consumed with the presence of Jesus. Like I'm gonna be full of the spirit of God. He spent 6,000 years weaving this story to know you. This is the story of Jesus. This is what God has for you. 
And so today, if you don't know God's presence, I'm gonna give you a moment, just a little, little bit of time here to invite Jesus into your life. What I wanna do is I pray for each of you guys that you experience God's presence fully. Father, we come before you. God, you saw the hands. God, you know the hearts. God, we see the story. We've been all over the scripture of what you've done to get to us. But the reality is we play a part of the story and we have to take a step towards you, God. You've given us the ability. We've heard the gospel. And so I pray for those that have invited and those who are following and those who are full of faith and some surrender to you tonight. God, I pray that we would not walk away from you, that 2022 would be a year of faith, not a year of self or self-consumption, but a year of dependence on God, that what would happen in our lives this next year would have nothing to do about us, but all to do about you, that we would get low and you would increase. And so I pray that we'd be surrendered, God, that we wouldn't be full of anxiety and stress and worry and fear and all the things the world puts in front of us, God, but we'd be full of you in this season. God, you, if we were to reach out in the right direction, God, we believe we could touch you because you're so close to us. And so God, I pray your presence would be all over us and people would recognize we'd walked with you and that we'd flip the world upside down because of our relationship with you and our love for people. I wanna pray for one more group of people and that's those you unites. You know what, I need Jesus. Today I recognize a story that Jesus came for me, that Jesus is pursuing me and I've been doing my own way. And the Bible says, whoever confesses their mouth of the Lord Jesus and believes on the cross that God had raised him from the dead, that you will be saved, that you'll be forgiven, that you'll be made new. Whoever believes that Jesus came, born of a virgin, to die on the cross for your sins, you'll be forever changed. You'll start a relationship with Jesus right now, and it'll last forever. So tonight, without anybody looking around, this is your moment between you and God. Who would say tonight, without being ashamed, nobody looking around, that I need Jesus. Just put your hand up high if that's you. Tonight, I need Jesus. I need a relationship with him. I see your guys' hands. Anybody else say, this is your moment. I need Jesus. Let's see your hand. I need a relationship with him. Tonight, God brought me here on purpose. It's no accident. And I recognize I need what... The Bible says, if that's you, I wanna invite you to pray this prayer. It's not the prayer that saves you, but your heart towards him. Just pray this prayer and say, Father God, thank you so much for Christmas, for God with me, that you came to my world and down across for me. God, I believe in you. I believe the story of the gospel. God, come into my life, save me from my sin. God, make me new. And I will follow you all the days of my life. And I pray this in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Come on, give it up big for those who came to Christ tonight. Let them know you love them. That's so cool. This is why we do this. And so if you invited somebody, if you, if you were invited by somebody and you raised your hand, I would encourage you to tell them, thank you for bringing me to the presence of Jesus. And let me be the first person to tell you and wish you a very Merry Christmas. Amen. Come on. Man, that is so true. If that's you today and you just made that decision for Jesus, can I tell you, you just, you just accepted the, the best gift that you ever could have brought. This is the one that God just has called you to have for your whole life. And it's not only gonna redeem your past, but it's gonna change all your tomorrows. And so if that's you today, whether you're online or you're with us in person, I've got a couple great next steps for you. The first one is, man, we would love to, to just know about your decision by texting RLNEXT97. Zero, zero, zero. And what will happen is we'll have a team member reach out and all they want to do is just encourage you, help you, resource you in any way that we possibly can. We'll be there for every need that you possibly could have that we can meet because we are so excited for you. We want to do life with you. We don't want to just leave you off on your own. We want to be there for you. Second great next step is this, is if you happen to be with us in person, as you walk out of the worship center, at the back there's a table, grab one of the red bags that you'll find on that. Inside there's a Bible, there's a link to some other great resources. 
get started off 2022 on the right foot. Just get that stuff. We would love to connect with you. Hang, come and hang with us, with us at the New Year booth. We are so excited for you. So for everybody else, Pastor Sean just brought a great, powerful message for what God really is pursuing you for. We are never alone, right? God has pursued you. God continues to pursue you. Whether you feel it or not, I guarantee that is the reality in your life. So can I give you guys just a couple great next steps as well that you can get in the presence of Jesus in this next season? Number one is this. So next week, or actually this Sunday, I'm sorry, the 26th, we're going to have an online gathering only. So if you show up, Frank is not going to have the doors unlocked. You guys, all right? Don't come up here on Sunday. Nobody's going to be here. You're not going to see Sean's beautiful face. It's not going to happen. But at 10 o'clock, I want to invite you to come hang out with us online. We're going to have an awesome time of worship. There's going to be a kid's Christmas story. There's even going to be a message on the post-Christmas blues. You guys ever get those things? That's when we're going to get Dave Ramsey in. No, 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 just kidding. But come hang out with us. We would love to spend 30 minutes with you next Sunday. Secondly, getting kicked off 2022 is so important. And we're launching a new series called Hashtag 2022. We're going to go in and dive in about laying a good foundation. 2021's over. We're starting over. Putting down a new foundation. Some really practical steps of getting past your past. You do not want to miss that. And what a great way to get in God's presence. Come hang out with us as we launch this new series in January. The last thing is this, is that I just get to see the stories of your guys' generosities and see how you guys get connected in this community. And can I just give you guys some encouragement, give you some wins as we close out 2021? You guys have made a huge difference in our community, really across the world. Through your generosity, we've just done so much. We as a team have done so much. We have baptized 17 people this year. Can you believe that? 17 people. Here's another awesome one. The last two years have been rough on society in general. I get to hear stories week in and week out of who I consider to be the biggest impacted uh, segment of our society, and it's our kids. And so you see kids that have just struggled with going online, virtual school, and just everything that goes with it, and everything that's changed in their life. I know what it was growing up, a teenager was hard enough when I was growing up. Can't even imagine being in these kids' shoes. Your generosity has connected them to what God's called in their life, to have a purpose and a mission. We've had 21 teenagers commit their lives to Christ this year. Can we give it up for God? Man, that is so amazing. Every life that has been transformed, every hand that's been raised is because of your guys' connection to this community, to this mission that God's called us here. Our dream team has grown to 162 people. That's because of your guys' commitment, generosity. And last but not least, God's given us a big vision this year to do something and launch something called the Real Life Hope Center. And so, so many of you guys have heard about it. And if you haven't, what God has called us to do is have a vision of just really you know, putting our roots down even deeper here in this community and extending God's grace further than we ever thought we could do. God is just using you guys and your generosity just to change people's lives. And so what's gonna happen at the Hope Center is we're gonna have a spot on the other side of town where we're gonna be able to have some youth group activities. We're gonna be able to have life groups. And this is gonna be the really, really cool part. We're gonna be have, able to have an avenue for people to have counseling sessions. Because if you've, if you've tried to get into counselors, it is so hard. The wait times are so long, and God's going to allow us to use this space just to allow people to come in and have their lives transformed through the gospel and get some good biblical counseling in their lives. 
And so your guys' generosity is bringing that. In fact, Real Life got a huge Christmas present at the Hope Center. The steel is bought and paid for and will be delivered here in the next couple of weeks. Man, God is doing something great. Yeah, it is so awesome. Oh, knock this over. It is happening. It is going it is going big right now. So can I encourage you as we wrap up 2021, just to be connected to generosity, even consider just, you know, at the end of the year, a last one-time best gift. Because what we're doing here at the Hope Center is we're not taking out loans. We're completely 100% funding and through donations right now. And so we have everything we need to build this, but as you guys continue to be faithful and give and just get on board and partner with us, God can just use what we give just exponentially greater than we ever thought. We can do more and go further. So you guys are pushing this mission forward by what you do. So can I also encourage you guys, if you guys are new with us today, I don't want, we don't want anything from you. We want something for you. And we are so excited that you're here. Just love us. We would love to hear your story, get connected with you out in the hub right after. And so this isn't for you, but if you call Real Life Home, or if God's called you to partner with us because you believe in what we're doing here, you have three ways to be generous at Real Life. And the first one is by going online at reallifechurchkc.com. Number two, you can text any amount to 84321. Or last, you can drop a cash or check in the giving box at the back. So would you guys just take a quick second and pray with me? God, we just come before you right now. We just want to pause. We just want to consider the season that we're in, a Christmas season, as we celebrate the birth of your son and what it means. It has changed all of history and all of eternity. God, just thank you for the ultimate Christmas present in your, in your son coming, shedding the glory that he had in heaven and coming and becoming one of us so he could sacrifice his life and just redeem all of humanity back to what you've called us to be. God, just thank you for this season. God, just thank you for allowing us to have this opportunity just to serve and give back to you. You know, whether it's the Hope Center or it's the teenagers or just, just people that are fighting addictions. God, just thank you for the ability just to bring the gospel of your son into their life. God, just I pray that you take what we give and just use it further and go farther than we ever could have dreamed and just change so many people's lives. God, we honor you and we lift up all these things in your name. Amen. We're just going to slow it down a little bit as we return to a time of worship. I want to invite you to get on your feet and sing along with us as we worship, as we worship Emmanuel, God with us.
Christmas. God came to earth and sent his son over 2,000 years ago, and that's Jesus. And hey, I want to encourage you that you are not alone in this season. I want to encourage you to take some time over these next few days as you continue to celebrate with your family and focus solely just on being in his presence this Christmas. And once again, you're not alone. He's always with us, always pursuing us into a deeper relationship with him. And that's why at Real Life Church, we have a mission. And that mission is to see people far from God, discover their real life and purpose in him. You're not made to do life alone, but to be together in relationship with each other and in constant connection with Jesus. Let us pray. Actually, pause first. We forgot those candles. Grab those candles that you got on your way in. There you go. Turn them on. You just twist the little flame on top. How awesome to see my perspective and see all these lights out here. It's beautiful. Okay, now let's pray. Heavenly Father, God, I thank you just for the gift of your son, Father, the free gift, God, that we couldn't earn and we definitely don't deserve. Father, we thank you for that. God, I want to pray just for restoration, Father, for any damage that sin has caused in our lives, God, just for a renewal, just a refreshing of our mind. Father, we welcome your presence. We invite your presence into this place tonight. Father, we love you. God, we worship you. We worship you, our King, the light of the world. Amen. Light of the world, treasure of heaven, brilliant like the stars in the wintry sky. Shine across the earth, send the shadow. 
moment to wish you one more time to have a Merry Christmas. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the Yuletide gay. From now on, our troubles will be miles away. so excited that you have chosen to worship with us to kick off this Christmas weekend at Real Life. I don't want you to miss out on our photo booth, our cookies and milk out in the hub. Hang out as long as you'd like, connect with some people, have a great time making a memory with your family. And remember today and every day, like Sean alluded to, that Jesus is pursuing you. And we truly believe that whoever finds Jesus discovers real life and freedom. Have a Merry Christmas. <laughs>